Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and we come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel like the world is just swirling around me. And uh, so many changes, so much information, so many uh, opinions. And then, you know, somebody gives you some news out there and then somebody else comes and says, well, that news is misinformation. You need to believe this news. And you think, what a crazy, crazy world. Most of you, maybe uh, that you listen regularly to this show, and, and I'm always amazed at the number of people that do that, that I run into. But uh, I was just very, very fortunate to be able to spend almost three weeks on a vacation. And uh, it has really reset my calibration for how I evaluate the world. That's really dangerous. You know, I'm not sure if I recommend taking off um, on a vacation like we did. We were very fortunate. We got to go to uh, Scotland and Ireland and London. And uh, I just was so intrigued with Scotland, the way they... In their towns and their cities, they're they're very modern. They have all the technology. Everybody's walking around with their cell phone in their hand. But once you leave that area and you go out into the the countryside, it is just pristine. You know, animals grazing and uh, people making homemade cheese and butter and and uh, offering up the traditional kinds of food. And the they live far from anything that we see that we deal with every day in our lives. And they're also completely remote from this idea. And I wouldn't say completely, but for reasonable purposes, they're removed from all of this illegal immigration that's taking place. It, it was a fascinating thing because when I left uh, Scotland and then went to Ireland and we would see more people that were not from Ireland that were living there. But by the time we got to London, it was just uh, a world full of all kinds of people from all over the world. And many of them very industrious, doing the right thing, making a living, showing a respect for each other. And like that. But of course, anytime you get a city of 9 million, you also have crime. And uh, and you would see signs of that. You'd see some trash. You would see some homeless and you'd see some uh, graffiti. But nothing like we have become accustomed to here in Southern California. I have always been a California girl in my heart. I was born in the Midwest. I came here when I was... Uh, just turning uh, 19, and it was my life's dream to be a Californian. And I look at California today, and that's many years later. I'm not going to tell you how many, but many years later. Anyway, uh, I look around and I say, what happened to our beautiful state? Uh, so many people now where they go out and they're afraid to, women afraid to go out of the bank, uh, those people who still bank at a bank, that's getting harder and harder to do also. But uh, just today we heard that uh, CVS is filing bankruptcy, you know, CVS, the drugstore. And what, three days before that, we heard that Rite Aid did. I suppose everything will just move online and they'll mail it to you. 
and uh, you will learn to adapt that you don't just go down and get what you want at a store because it, it seems like the whole retail business because of people coming in and and taking what they want, just uh, demolishing whole stores and uh, and literally uh, shoplifting in big numbers. I read an article a while back that said that many of those big shoplifting rings where they're taking high-end goods are all for people that owe money to uh, organized crime because they came in without their documentation and they're being forced into paying large uh, assessment, if you will. It's a basically a, a bribe or you're paying off your coyote. And I look at this and I think, how did we get from here to there? And I, I am forced once in a while into going into Los Angeles. And you just keep your car windows rolled up and the doors locked and you try to move through some areas quite quickly. And everywhere you look, uh, it you will see a lot of homeless people, a lot of trash, a lot of graffiti. And I thought, what happened to our beautiful life? All of this is supposed to be making our lives better. And I can't quite figure out where that went wrong as I look around at how all this works. And I see these stories about AI. We're going to talk about AI before it's over. We did have a, a really great thing happen uh, this week that I'm going to share with you and that we did get a law passed that is worth celebrating. But before I get to that, I want to address a case that I read about. I don't know anything about it personally, but it caught my attention because it is so far from the norm of how our lives normally work. This headline, it happened out in Highland over by San Bernardino. Know some great people out that way, by the way. Anyway, he's 17 years old. He was driving a car coming down the road when three guys um, kind of forced him off the road. And ultimately, they ended up kidnapping this kid. So it wasn't a random attack by any means. It was it was plain uh you know, planned out as far as I can tell. They kidnap him and they began to contact his parent or his mother at least, and they're demanding $500,000 or they're going to start mutilating his body. Removing body parts is the way they put this. And uh, forgive the sound of paper here, but I've done doing, I've been doing, I can't even say that, I'm done doing. Anyway, I have been doing a massive amount of research for things for this show, and uh, I have so much material, I can't figure out which one to give you, but it is uh, on paper here. But this young man, just going down the street, perfectly happy, side uh, trapped in a car, the oncoming car, three guys jump out. We now know their names, uh, Fidel Patino Jaimes, I believe it is, 22 years old, uh, Tomas uh, Dominguez, 26, and uh, Felix Lopez, 27. And they were ultimately found. And I really want to stress this because I don't know how many people were involved in this investigation, 
But the family had to be absolutely horrified. They take their 17-year-old son. Now they want a half a million dollars or they're going to start cutting up body parts, according to what they're saying. And uh, they have removed him. They have no idea where he's at. Well, later on, the, the mother of the teen received a call from a Mexico phone number demanding the fit can't even talk today shouldn't go on vacation i think but anyway they were demanding five hundred thousand dollars from a location in nogales mexico and so after the phone call she got a video showing her son in the back seat of a jeep cherokee now one of the keys to investigating this particular crime was that one of the neighbors had really excellent uh, security webcam equipment, and they were able to get a lot of information from that. And so four or five days went by. They She wasn't able to come up with the money. They later re- reduced it down to about $100,000. They were blaming this on their, his father's actions, something to do with New York. We don't know exactly what it was about, but I think those were four or five just terrifying days for the whole family as right here in Inland Empire, a young man can be kidnapped and they can start cutting off body parts if you don't come up with the money. And all of this is coming out of Mexico. Well, later, somewhere along the line, and hats off to the San Bernardino County Sheriff Department, but they were able to determine that uh, the suspects actually had the young man up in Santa Maria, California. Uh, that's near and dear to my heart. I uh, was a keynote speaker and helped Santa Maria set up their human trafficking task force. So I know a lot of the folks up there, but apparently they were able to do the kind of work that law enforcement needs to do to be able to tell who these people are and where they are. Apparently the car was tracked back right down to the border and was being advertised out on Facebook marketplace. Uh, So pay attention if you're buying something off there to make sure that it's legitimate and you get legitimate licenses. Anyway, they all went in. They raided the the room, the motel room up in Santa Maria. When they found the young man, uh, the people holding him had a handgun and uh, a considerable amount of uh, ammunition. And so this is a very scary story to think that in this day and age, this can happen right here in our community. Now, I'm going to tell you, it is time for our president to close those borders. I don't want to keep seeing this. This is Opal Singleton. We're on a break. We'll be right back. Are you tired of eating at the same old restaurants? Let me tell you about a fabulous Italian restaurant we found in Riverside. Mama Mia's Italian Restaurant. Their caprese salad is exquisite with candied balsamic glaze. All of their sauces are special recipes using only the best olive oils. The salads are fresh and healthy. They offer a wonderful array of pastas, including shrimp scampi, capellini bolognese, and lasagna. They're famous for their gourmet pizza, and you can order online for takeout or have a special date for dining in with family and friends. Mamma Mia's caters special occasions and hosts private events. You have to try it out. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant, located at 10971 Magnolia Avenue in Riverside, one block north of La Sierra on Magnolia. That's Mamma Mia's in Riverside. Be sure to tell Michael, Alex, or Joseph you heard it on AM590, The Answer. Hello, this is Opal Singleton. 
amillionkids.org. I believe the four most powerful words on earth are I believe in you. So we created a challenge coin that says, I believe in you on one side and stand tall, you are loved on the other side. This one-of-a-kind challenge coin is a perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduation, Christmas presents, or just an anytime gift for someone you love. What a powerful message for a parent or a grandparent to give to a young person. This two-inch coin is made of polished gold. It's striking to look at, and it is priceless to hold. It is packaged in a beautiful black velvet gift box. What a great way to leave a legacy of love that will last forever. To purchase this coin, go to millionkids.org slash gallery. Each coin is $25. Go to millionkids.org slash gallery to purchase and give a legacy of love. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. We were talking at the break here that uh, this open border thing is just absolutely boggles my mind that two and a half years into this administration, we see that border wide open and they stand there and tell us, no, it really isn't. And we've got it all under control. But somewhere, for, according to the various uh, agency reports, that somehow under this administration, somewhere between six and eight million people have come in. And uh, we don't know who they are, you know, and I'm, the people themselves are probably lovely people. But along with it come a lot of people that are causing those other people harm. And it's a big, big concern to me. One of the, one of the things that I never hear mentioned in all the arguments that are going on here is that when I watch those movies, these videos of these people coming across, and now the, the numbers are just staggering. They're coming from all over the world, many different countries. I mean, the thought that our border is secure is just unbelievable to constantly deny this is going on. But the thing that I see that concerns me most is about somewhere between 70 and 75 percent of the people I see in those videos are military age men. And I say to myself, we have we have open borders we have people coming in that are military age males that we don't know who they are, and a lot of them. At the same time, the cartels are making more and more money and able to get sophisticated weaponry. So I look at this and it concerns me. And when I read an article like this young man, this young man was doing nothing that we can see. He was just coming down the road. And all of a sudden, his life and the life of his parents changed dramatically. Well, it's not all bad news. So let's switch to some good news because we got good news in the last 24, 48 hours. And I wanted to be able to share that with you. What has happened for a long time now is a group of people throughout California, I'm one of them, but not participating in this particular event as closely, but we have done our darndest to make child sex trafficking a 
a law that is serious and violent. And those are not feel-good terms. Those are legal terms. We tried our best uh, way back with Proposition 20 to include child sex crimes. That that didn't pass. We tried again in uh, SB 1024 that never really even made it out of the Public Safety Committee. And that would have made child sex crimes um, violent and serious. Never got off the ground. But this group of people keep fighting. And uh, it is all led by Shannon Grove, who is a senator, I believe she is, out of Central California. And also there was a young man there that was an assistant DA by the name of uh, Tyson McCoy. I had a lot of respect for Tyson. And so they, after they shut down the idea of making child sex crimes violent and serious, um, Shannon Grove came back with a bill called SB 14, that made minor sex trafficking, sex trafficking of anyone under the age of 18, a serious crime. It's almost laughable when you think about it. If a state cannot make a child sex trafficking crime a serious crime, they're in big trouble. But it has taken literally an army of people to bust down all the pushback that you get on that floor up there in Sacramento. At one point, it actually was put into suspension. And uh, at that point, somehow somebody got to Governor Newsom and convinced him to take it out of suspension and force them to vote on it, or at least coerce them into voting on it. Ultimately, it was voted in, and yesterday, and I'm I'm pre-recording this show, as you know, but yesterday, this midweek, it was actually signed by Governor Newsom, and I am absolutely thrilled to see this happen. Um, this will put some teeth in that bill. Here's the problem. You know, people people hear terms like human trafficking or prostitution or sex trafficking, and, and, and it sounds remote to them. They they often don't understand what happens. And in fact, human trafficking is getting even more serious in Southern California because you have so many people that owe money to a, a coyote or someone who brought them in. And at the same time, they passed a law, SB 357, that said law enforcement cannot intervene if you're loitering to solicit for street prostitution. And so, you know, this this whole thing has become a nightmare as pimps across the United States are bringing in their girls and they're bringing in girls from China to put them in the massage parlors. And and uh, the gangs are bringing in their girls because it's all about using other people to make money. If you don't really understand what sex trafficking is all about, usually here in the U.S., if it's a, a U.S. citizen, usually they will meet somebody online, a young lady, or meet somebody at school, and they fall in love, and they end up being greatly violated, to keep it on family terms. And the next thing you know, they are removed from the area, and they are put out on sex ads across the, the nation, and they are put out for sale. The problem with it is they don't get that money. Uh, and they get highly, highly physically abused. And so it's a serious matter that very few people want to look at. It's all so negative. Nobody wants to hear about it. 
Well, think about this when you fall in love when you're 14 or you're 15 or you're 16 and suddenly your daughter disappears and you don't know where she's at, that you're starting to hear and sense that this is going very wrong. And you start to see photographs of her in various places and you do your best to get her back. But half the time they drugged her or removed her to some other area. And so these are very serious crimes that should not happen to anyone under the age of 18. Quite frankly, it shouldn't happen to anyone at all. But if a state cannot make that a serious crime, we're all in trouble. So I'm very, very proud that this week, Senator uh, Grove, Shannon Grove, got this through along with the work of many, many people sending letters of support and things like that to up to the Congress to force them into looking at it. What this does is it makes it so that you're eligible for the three strikes law. So that is very, very important. Most of the people that are involved in human trafficking, the pimps, uh, and the what they call a bottom girl are people that are repeat offenders. And, you know, they often use guns, they use knives, they use hot irons, they use all kinds of things to hurt someone, to keep them in the life. And so this bill will make it so that if they're out there and they have other strikes, such as using a gun or uh, strangulation, suffocation, attempted murder, that kind of thing, that their sentence now is eligible for the three strikes law. So that only applies if you're under 18. So it's a child sex trafficking law, but it did go through. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who sent in letters of support who uh, prayed for this, that supported the work that all these people did. It took an absolute army of people. And uh, I'm one, but I'm only one. There were lots and lots and lots of people that were out there keeping this in front of uh, Governor Newsom, letting him know that this is not a, a victimless crime, that we have to protect our young people. And so I'm very, very thrilled to see this go through. If you want to look it up on here, it's um, SB 14, Serious Felonies, Human Trafficking. And uh, you can look at that up on legislation if you want. California ranks as the number one state in the nation for human trafficking. And the number of, of hotline calls that are called in. And this is... Uh, a serious issue because what you'll find is out of our child, out of our uh, sex trafficking cases, a large number of them are minors because these are young people that never intended to get into it. They didn't understand how it was going to go. They fell in love online. They met somebody at school. Um, you know, it started to look like a relationship and then poof, your lovely young daughter is gone and you can't find her. And then you start to find out that her life has changed dramatically. We need to get serious with the people that are doing that to kids. And they are kids. If you're 14, 15, 16 years old, you don't have a way to understand where your life is headed. And we need every resource we can to help get those kids out of, uh, out of danger and to put those guys away because they they are pros. They do this over and over with many, many victims. So this is Opal Singleton. Our organization is Million Kids. 
MillionKids.org. We are coming up against that break, so stay with us, and we're going to be right back. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This show is brought to you by an organization called Million Kids, millionkids.org. And we have been in business about 13 years, actually about 15 years, but here in the U.S. about 13 years. We've served as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. And I want to give a shout out to them because they don't get enough recognition. Riverside County, and I report up through uh, the sheriff department there. I'm not law enforcement. I am a civilian. But we are just so blessed to have strong sheriff, law enforcement, and strong prosecutors. This is a really tough business. I've been in it for a long, long time. And the laws are not in your favor. But what happens with the Riverside County Sheriff Department when everybody else was defunding police Our sheriff, Chad Bianco, decided he was going to double down and double the size of our task force. We are one of the few states in the nation that actually, or one one of the few counties, let me clarify that, one of the few counties that actually has two human trafficking task force and that forces. And that's just really, really important because we have a lot of territory to cover. Riverside County is 7,200 square miles. We have all kinds of trafficking that we deal with here in Riverside County. Everything from labor trafficking of uh, especially minors that are labor trafficked out. Uh, We have a lot of sex trafficking taking place, whether it is our kids that are out on the street or someone brought in from China or Taiwan and put in a massage parlor. 
a wide variety of kinds of cases. And I have been worked with, I have worked with them personally for the last 12 years and have been their uh, training and outreach coordinator. And what a pleasure and what an honor it is to do that. Uh, that means you hold your feet to the fire for sure. Whenever I do research and I'm known for massive amounts of research about things, not just human trafficking, but, you know, um, what they call CSAM, child sexual abuse materials or child pornography and money laundering and all of those kinds of things, sextortion, social media exploitation. By the way, I'd like to put a, a shout out again for the movie that we released this last year called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. It is available on Amazon, on iTunes and Apple. And uh, I would encourage you to look it up. It's a family show. You can see it. But it talks all about how young people, uh, totally naive to what is happening, will end up being blackmailed online and what law enforcement does to go after it. And it actually has some cases in it that you'll see. And it's, I think, a really fascinating show called Sextortion, the Hidden Pandemic. I will tell you, we got a couple of hit piece, well, one hit piece from uh, from NPR. Uh, her and I got into a battle about what's true and what's not. And they were trying to label misinformation. What they were saying is that that a child who's sexually abused knows their abuser. Well, I don't disagree with that. That's from a study back in 2016, which, of course, is seven years old. But what you're finding now is that when they meet someone online, that is how they end up being abused. And this is not somebody they knew previously, but it is an excellent show and I highly recommend it. And I hope you'll take the time to look at it called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic and uh, download it and get your whole family to look at it. Grandma and grandpa, if your kids are staying with you, uh, you know, play that thing and let people see it. It's a it's a very good show to see. And it's also an excellent show to open up dialogue uh, between you and your kids, because the number one thing we deal with, with kids especially, is it won't happen to me. And when they see what happens and how it happens, it'll help them be able to protect themselves from being violated. Well, something else happened this week that was kind of sad to me. And that maybe me personally, I don't know, but uh, I think we've suffered a, a significant loss. Now, I understand both sides of this issue, but I'm going to share it from my point of view. And uh, the headline is, and this is Time Magazine, by the way, that uh, I don't know, do they still, I guess they still print that magazine. I don't know. Anyway, the headline, Ashton Kushner uh, steps down as board chair of anti-child sex abuse organization. Now, I'm not a person who follows a lot of Hollywood people. Most of them uh, are not somebody that I look up to or get all excited about or whatever. But Ashton Kushner has really, uh, and his first wife and second wife, by the way, first wife, Demi Moore, second wife, Myla, Myla Kunis, I can't talk today. Anyway, Ashton Kushner has had a passion for combating child sex crimes. And uh, he formed an organization. Originally, it was called DNA for uh, uh, Demi, 
uh, Demi Moore in Ashton DNA. That was pretty clever. But it become Thorn, T-H-O-R-N. And Ashton Kushner has taken his money and his notoriety, and he has worked with a lot of technology companies to develop technology that they can donate to law enforcement so that they can keep your kids safe online. And very few Hollywood celebrities have that kind of generosity or commitment to the cause. Well, he made what he says was a mistake. I don't know. You can look at it any way you want to. But he was friends of Danny Masterson. And uh, as it turned out, he wrote a letter of support saying that Danny was a good guy, known him a long time. But then Danny was convicted of raping two women. And so victims of, of sexual crimes all over have come to Kushner. And the result of that is that he, even though he is the founder and the um, chairman of the board, he has agreed to step down from Thorn. I, for one, am heartbroken over that because few people really understood the power of technology in keeping your kids safe online. And um, I I respect the fact that victims feel uh, that they've been let down because of his letter of support. I respect that. But I also respect the fact that he put his money where his mouth was and he was able to help save literally thousands of kids who are being victimized by child pornography. So in this case, uh, he, I wanted to recognize a couple of things that he did. In 2022, he raised more than a million dollars for an organization by running a marathon in New York. Now, he wasn't just cutting out a check. He himself was committed to making this happen and then giving that money so that victims of child sex crimes can get assistance. So what is happening here is that he has stepped down completely, and I hope that doesn't mean that he no longer contributes. Uh, he goes along, and there are some quotes in this article, the ILO, International Labor Organization, estimates that 1.3 million children worldwide are forced into some sort of labor servitude. servitude and that half of them were forced in commercial sexual exploitation. So as I see this at this point, the tech company has forced more than 2 million uh, potential child sex abuse files to be downloaded off the internet. Now, let me just make something very clear. Crime and crime solving is changing dramatically. I wrote a book about that called Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. Crime isn't going to look the same in many cases. And what is happening are literally millions of kids all over the world are being victimized online. Some of them are seduced into sending a, a, a nude or a photo. Some of them ha are victims of something called deep fake where just one portion of their bodies cut off and, and put on another photo, but they're still being blackmailed. And in many cases, what is happening is that these kids are hooking up with pedophiles and they're being forced into all kinds of sex acts. What Ashton Kushner did with his money was he recognized uh, the power of artificial intelligence early on, and he created something called Spotlight. 
and he donated it. He gave it as far as I know. Now I, I don't see all the financial transactions, but he made it available to law enforcement so that they could much faster, much more efficiently identify if there was a, a crime against children online, that if a child was being violated or if they were a victim of child pornography. So I am just heartbroken to see that he is stepping down from Thorn. He has been one of my heroes for a long, long time. He got the money and he donated the money and he did what he could to keep your kids safe. We're up against that break. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16, I'll sign it, and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at three o'clock on AM 590. The answer. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID 19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens. And she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. AM 590, the answer. 
Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton. I'm the president and CEO of Million Kids. And I was just sharing the sadness that I experienced when uh, I heard that Ashton Kutcher has set, stepped down as, as uh, head of the board of Thorn, T-H-O-R-N. He made a major contribution over the last four or five years. And I am a, a real fan of his. I understand that he went in and supported the wrong side, but I also understand that by having him removed, that we are removing one of the most powerful tools we have out there for combating crimes and crimes against children. We call that ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children. So some of the work that he's done and uh, is involving artificial intelligence and his Spotlight program. Well. I'm going to do a whole show in the near future. I have piles of uh, research here for you about artificial intelligence and how it relates to online child sex crimes. But it's an interesting thing when you start studying it because of the fact that it can be for good or it can be for harm to our child. First of all, artificial intelligence is being inserted in almost every one of your child's toys. If there is an electronic component in it, then you know that they are gathering data. Artificial intelligence is about gathering massive amounts of data and sorting through it and then predicting out what the next step is and using machine learning. And so what they're doing at this stage is everything about us is uh, being acquired, including our children. And I was thinking that one of the things that our children don't understand, because the world they're living in seems natural to them, but it's not natural to you and I. I remember even five, seven years ago, there was an idea of rights to privacy. There is no such thing anymore. And think about what that means when they start gathering data on your child when they're three and they're four and they're six and they're eight and like that. Now, technology isn't good or bad. It's how you use the technology. There are many good ways to use technology in combating child sex crimes. And that's what Ashton Kushner came up with. So what happens here, I wanted to read a couple of articles that I saw in here. Besides being able to mimic voices, locate somebody, manipulate images to replace one person's likeness or another, artificial intelligence can be used to create false images of children involved in sex acts. Uh, this is how it's going to be in the future. And I believe that we have to start today to sit down with kids and help them understand what it's about when people are gathering data from you and then they can go out and use that data against you. And that's exactly how it's going to be, is that it's no longer a game. This literally is the way of the future for your child as they get out there, that everything that you're going to see, you know, your refrigerator, if it's a uh, connected to an internet somewhere, you know, your smoke detector, if that's connected to the internet, uh, all these security cameras that are out there, the, the Lexus, the, the, uh, what's the other one? Siri, they know everything about you and they begin to predict what you are and what you're planning to do. And, you know, there is all kinds of 
programs going on. You know, California just launched the uh, California Department of Technology Artificial Intelligence Community of Practice program, okay? And all senators from all 50 states have gotten together to start to craft out artificial intelligence bills for the entire nation. We are way behind this. But in the meantime, an individual such as Ashton took it upon himself to say, look, we can use facial recognition that is out there. We can use all kinds of um, uh, location. I, I want to really bring that up for your uh, for your yourself and your kids. By location, what I mean is that Almost every one of these apps have geolocation software on them. And that's just the way it is anymore. Well, his uh, Ashton Kushner's uh, software took that geolocation information and made it so that they could track back anybody that was trying to get uh, nudes of your child, start to find out where they're located, uh, uh, what other uh, addresses are they working under, other identities that they're working under, what other people that they may be part of a larger ring and like that. But be careful because if your kid's on one of those dating sites, and, and there are many good dating sites out there, and I know a lot of people who have met on a dating site and are very happy. But think about this. When your kid goes on to one of the dating sites like um, Meet Me or uh, Scout, one of those, they all have, or Grinder if they're LBGTQ. So all of those have geolocation software on them. So what happens? It means that when they go on and they meet somebody, that they are provided the person who lives nearest to them while they're transmitting. And so that makes your child so much more vulnerable where they can tell where the person is going to be. And this is going to make it so much easier in the future for young people to be violated, but it's also going to make it easier for law enforcement to track down the bad guy. So it's a constant race against time of using technology that can be uh, created, specialized for law enforcement to be able to uh, find out who the bad guy is quickly be able to access them, be able to draw up enough information that you can get a search warrant, uh, find out who he's hanging out with, if there's other pedophiles that are in there, or if there's uh, showing up on a dating site or maybe one of those sex ad type sites. All of these have pros and cons on them. Anytime technology is involved, it'll make it easier for the bad guy to access your kid and make it even easier for them to develop a relationship and get close to them and even want to go out and meet up with them. At the same time, thanks to leaders like Ashton Kushner, it made it easier for us to be able to find out who the bad guy is, where they're located, who they're hanging out with and what else they're doing so that we can make a case. So we're entering a whole new world, an entire new world. Most of us feel like we're just so overwhelmed, we just throw up our hands. But we need leaders. We need grandparents. We need parents who understand this, that listen to it. I hope that Ashton Kushner is allowed back in the business at some point. What an amazing talent he was and dedicated and generous. And we need that in this fight. And to have that taken out, 
um, in this fashion is just really, really heartbreaking to me. I do not condone what he did. I don't. But I also recognize the immense value this young man made in the fight to keep our kids safe and to be able to support all those Internet Crimes Against Children task forces that are out there. Those are the ones that are protecting your children. So it's all kind of uh, complex and crazy, if you will. But I also think we cannot throw up our hands. We have to start from the beginning. And I always say with your kids, let's get back to basics. You know, sit down and talk about values. Who are you, whether you're online or whether you're not, whether you're seen in public or you're seen, no, only in private. Define your values. You know, what do you stand for? What do you stand against? And who do you want to be? And what kind of an adult do you want to be? We need those hard conversations now because your child is going to have more privacy than any other time in history. And they're going to have more people access them that are not people that we would normally allow to talk to our child. It is the way of the future, and we just got to get ready for it, folks. So my name is Opal Singleton, and this is brought to you by MillionKids.org. I hope you'll go to MillionKids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, MillionKids.org. Sign up for our newsletter. If you want to write to me, you can, Opal, O-P-A-L, at MillionKids.org, and uh, tell me who you are and what, what you think about anything that we talk about on this show as far as that goes. I also appreciate each and every one of you that support this show financially. We cannot do this show, absolutely could not do this show without the generosity of people like yourself. It is this show that often brings in leads and cases. And yes, I am exposed and work with real cases. You know, teenagers that have a photo out there they're being blackmailed with or somebody that's uh, taking up with the wrong guy or girl and you're saying to yourself, this isn't going to go good. You folks make this work possible because you write to Million Kids. You can either send a check at the P.O. Box at millionkids.org or you can go on to millionkids.org and hit that donate button and uh, and let us know that uh, you're out there. We appreciate each and every one of you. Folks, I hope you have a great week. Put your arms around your family. Let them know you love them, that you're proud of them. I'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com.